evening and welcome. My name is Julia and I'm so happy we're connecting through time and space here on the Magic Moon Club. Somehow you found your way here, so take this as a special moment for yourself. Please relax, sit back and take a deep breath. Now that we're ready, let's create some magic. Did you ever fantasize about meeting someone from a different planet when you were a child? I did. A lot. I don't even know why. Maybe I watched too much Sailor Moon, but I always had this fascination with other worlds and life on faraway planets. So sometimes I'd think about how to explain my world to them. How would my world sound like to someone who's never been here? As a child, my descriptions would have been different as today, of course. But what I tell them would probably be that life on Earth is unimaginably unpredictable. A daily high risk. One that we've gotten used to, to a point where we don't even notice. Crossing a street, turning a corner, bumping into a person, all of these seemingly small acts can change our lives, turn them upside down. And that's what makes life so scary and so wonderful. So what about this year, my friend from another planet might ask. Why is everyone talking about 2020 so much? Usually people on Earth mention the year they're living in only at the beginning and end. What was different this time? How to even begin? How to explain this year? There is a memory I have of January 2020. Even saying these words sounds nostalgic in my ears. I used to feel nostalgic for things that happened five years ago. Now I feel a longing for small moments of the previous year. I miss the way that I felt about the future. I miss the safe sense of knowing how the world would be like in a year. In January 2020, I was a different person. I was the same but naive, optimistic, and also kind of blind and unknowing. I was looking ahead at 2020 with stars in my eyes. This was supposed to be my year. The last year of my 20s. The year when I'd travel, make a dream come true, experience life of being carefree and happy. Finally, my mother had received her permanent visa and I wouldn't have to be afraid of her being deported and I wouldn't have to make visits to the lawyer's office drenched in anxiety. I could finally relax. So in January, I was meeting a friend to go to a museum, which was packed. I almost couldn't see the paintings, and people were pushing and squeezing themselves in front of you to get a glimpse of the famous Van Gogh paintings. I was annoyed. This is no way to look at art, I'm feeling stressed. Little did I know, in a few months time I'd be looking back to exactly that moment, wondering when I'll ever be squeezing myself through a crowd again. 
My friend from another planet might think it's not really that much of a big deal. It's just a year, it's not that bad. But they don't know how human life is shaped around 365 days when our little planet circles the sun. Every single day is the birthday of a bunch of people. Every day there's some festival or holiday in some place around the world. Every day, someone somewhere is departing this planet. All of these days, no matter how small or uneventful they might seem in a few hundred years time, well, they meant something to us. It was a birthday we couldn't celebrate, a holiday we had to cancel, a loved one we couldn't bid farewell to the way they deserved. It hurt us because no matter how much we'd like to pretend that we're rational beings, in truth, we are the softest among the living creatures. We have hearts that break and tears that fall, but this year, we were trying to hold it all together. We were trying our best to be strong and make the best of it. To make matters more complicated, I'd have to explain to my friend from another world that many things are wrong here. There's a lot of injustice and many people aren't safe at all, not even in their own homes. This year was even harder for them. But as depressing as all of this sounds, there is one thing that us earthlings are really incredibly good at. It's our superpower. What is it, my friend would ask? Hope. That would be my answer. We never lose hope. No matter how dark the times, no matter how difficult, one thing we will do is keep our hopes up. You know what we're also incredibly good at? I'd ask them. Well, we adapt. We always know how to adapt. When there's a problem, we fight it with our creativity, our intelligence, our adaptability. That's why we keep innovating. Because when something isn't going well, we try to make it better. This is what we do. Some of us are weird, or actually evil, but the grand majority of this planet? We are here to make things better. So, what did we do during this difficult time? We learned, we reflected, we changed. And here we are, stronger, wiser, new. We might be soft, but at the same time, we weren't born for rainbows and softness all the time. We are tough things. We can outrun even lions. Not even broken bones can stop us. We meant them. We get intoxicated for fun. We board adrenaline-inducing rides just for the thrill of it. We have an immune system that is constantly fighting for our survival and winning. Of course we're going to outlive this virus. We always have. And while we're living, we are always learning. Here are some of the bigger lessons I've learned in this year of 2020. It's okay to not be okay. One of the biggest lessons of this year was that I don't need to be fine at all times and I shouldn't force myself to be okay. I'm not a machine. 
but an actual human being. And even though I don't have it as hard as others, my feelings are still valid and I'm allowed to feel sad or unmotivated. I've said this before, but the word motivation derives from the Latin word movere, which means moving, drive, and motor, which means engine. So when you feel unmotivated, it's like your inner motor is in need of rest. Many people start blaming themselves when they feel unmotivated, as if we'd be able to press a button and become motivated again. But we aren't computers and it's not our fault if our inner drive is gone. It will come back once we allow ourselves to rest. One of the ways I've learned to deal with not feeling okay, because feeling sad isn't something I enjoy, so I try to find ways to feel better, was to actually feel the feelings. So whenever I feel overwhelmed with my own feelings, I write them all down in my journal. Every single thing that is making me feel upset, disappointed or irritated. I used to avoid writing too much negative stuff in my journals because I wanted to cheer myself up with my writings and I usually find my complaining very cringy. But this year I discovered the healing magic of writing my frustrations on paper. It really did help. Speaking of healing, another important thing I've learned is that everything is healing. Some of us might have the impression that in order to heal, you'd need to meditate, do yoga, use crystals and healing herbs and do rituals, but literally anything can be healing. Watching TV shows, drinking tea, laughing, shouting, it's all healing in a way. There's no right or wrong way when it comes to healing and everyone experiences it in their own way. I think most of us have also come to notice again how small things are really the most valuable. I will take more pictures, hug people more often, enjoy the moment more when we're able to meet up again. As hard as this year was, we've learned to value what really matters and that is the time we spend with special people and with ourselves. Another big lesson for me was that we don't always have to fix things. This habit of fixing what's broken is really a sign of us being control freaks. I am a huge control freak myself and I have come to realize it's fine to let things be messy at times. I can't fix everything and I don't have to. And mistakes are always the biggest lessons in a way, so I am more than happy to experience mistakes. Another lesson was, do things for yourself without explanation, do them just because you want to. I became free the moment I stopped needing a reason to do whatever I wanted to do. I went to watch random videos on YouTube for hours. Well, do that. I want to put on cute makeup even though I'm not leaving the house. Yeah, go for it. It's a new way of life to be unreasonable and I love it. I've also learned that my body is wiser than I expect. I now know to listen to it. When it feels tired, unmotivated, lazy, or really in pain, I take it seriously. Our bodies are faster to react to energy than our minds. 
and they're able to filter things through to us in such a clear way, but many times we don't even pay attention. This was one of the most important lessons for me because even though I knew of this, I never really processed this realization. Now I understand that my body is the vessel that communicates what my soul is trying to tell me, and I respect my body so much more. One important thing to get me through this year was realizing that the things you liked as a child will still bring you healing no matter how old you are. So if you feel sad, do what you once liked doing, no matter what it was. Coloring, puzzles, playing card games, dancing or dressing up. All these activities you did as a little kid are gonna make you feel super happy and connect you to your inner child instantly. Another thing I realized was that lessons come often in very unexpected ways, which makes it sometimes not even seem like a lesson. We need to stay open-minded and curious because the smallest of things can become epiphanies that will bring you new clarity. Speaking of lessons, I've also learned once again that you will always receive a final lesson before you truly heal a fear or blockage inside of you. It's not a sign that we're retracting in our healing journey, it's actually how your soul is going to show you that you are up-leveling. So when this happens and you receive a big lesson, be ready because you are passing an exam and upgrading. This is a very good thing. And finally, I've also learned that in times like these, when everyone is stressed and worried, cleansing is even more important. Everyone should have cleansing baths more frequently, like once every two weeks, and cleanse their apartment, houses, rooms well, because the energy is heavy and it tends to affect our sleep and also our mental health. Spiritual hygiene is not to be underestimated. I have noticed immediate changes whenever I do my cleansing rituals and I recommend this to everyone. The last full moon of the year on December 13th is in the sign of Cancer, the homey family focused sign. So give yourself the same level of patience and love you give to others and remember that everyone is going through a difficult time. People might feel more sensible than usual. If you're in a region where it's winter, you might be feeling a bit of winter blues on top of everything else, which is why I'm going to share a pick-me-up bath, a good vibes bath that helps to bring in happiness. Of course, there's no magic trick to feel happy, but in terms of energy, we can definitely make use of herbs, crystals, and even food that has energetic properties, which helps in lifting the mood. You can do this bath on the full moon, or on New Year's Eve, or on the first day of the year, or even once a week if you want. So what I use is fresh or dry rosemary, which is a herb that is used in 
basically all energetic baths in Brazil. It has balancing and tranquilizing effects. It also protects and strengthens and brings clarity. I add lemongrass as well, which is also balancing. It helps against anxiety and fear. It lifts the mood, helps in bringing harmony and peace. You can use lemongrass from tea bags if you don't find it anywhere else. So I also add lavender, which is a beautiful motherly herb that helps in calming down, bringing a feeling of acceptance and peace. And finally, I add rose. I'm using red rose to bring in stimulating energy and motivation. So you add these herbs to hot water stir and leave them in infusion for about 30 minutes or longer and that's it the shamans from umbanda from brazil they say it's important to wake up your dry herbs with a prayer so you hold the herbs in your hands and pray to mother earth and the plant spirits to wake up the water elements inside the dry herb so that it will have the desired energetic effect on you. Everything that Earth provides us should be treated with respect, and the same goes for plants. So if you're using plants to heal your energy, it's always important to maintain a respectful relationship with the plants, herbs, or any other ingredient you're using, as well as with nature, because nature is divine. And we should never forget to be grateful for everything that nature provides us. After your infusion has been sitting long enough and cooled down to a comfortable temperature, you can use it after your shower as a cleansing shower. You can also add it to your bath if you prefer. So, me personally, I prefer to always do a salt water cleanse before doing my energetic bath to remove stagnant energy and negative energy. So I take a shower first, then do a salt water cleanse from the neck down, not on my head, and then proceed with this good vibes infusion, which I also use from the neck down. Or you can add it to your bath water. While you're doing your energetic bath or shower, try to say your intentions out loud. What do you want to bring in? Peace, harmony, a healthy sleeping routine, acceptance, patience. You can simply say these words out loud. And when you're done, you should actually not dry your body with a towel, but let it air dry and pat the water into your skin. I always feel so much lighter and happier after doing my bath, so I hope you also enjoy it. During this full moon, it will be a great opportunity to get into your feelings and write how the year of 2020 felt like. Imagine if you'd meet with a new friend from another planet how would you describe your personal experience of 2020 to them? Let it all out and uh, be creative. You can even do it in form of a poem or a collage or a drawing. 
This is a very healing exercise. I hope you do it and I hope you have fun. So now this year, which at times we wondered if it would ever end, is on its last breath and we're about to embark into a new journey. I had started this podcast at a time when life felt unreal and strange and the world felt smaller than ever. And I had the intention of doing one thing that I could besides donating and raising awareness to causes, but I wanted to do one thing myself during these crazy times that could maybe somehow bring someone comfort. I don't know you, listener, but still, we've shared our time as we were navigating this year and you have listened to my voice and I have somehow been part of your day and for that I'm very thankful. Thank you for lending this voice and ear. It has been a wonderful time for me and if you ever felt a tiny bit of comfort while listening, then I know that it's been a success. What I hope for my podcast is best described in this following quote from the book A Little Princess by Frances Hoxton Burnett, that is, Perhaps kind thoughts reach people somehow, even through windows and doors and walls. Perhaps you feel a little warm and comforted and don't know why, when I'm standing here in the cold and hoping you will get well and happy again. So, in the hopes that my kind thoughts reach you, I am wishing you a wonderful new year. I hope you can enjoy the small moments. I hope you feel proud of yourself for staying strong and working so hard this year. Please never lose hope and keep going. Soon spring will come, better days will come, and we will look back with a relieved smile. Until then, watch out for the stars chat with the moon and never forget that you are always loved and protected by the whole universe. Moon friends, this was tonight's Magic Moon Club episode. We will meet each other again very soon. Until then, keep creating your magic.